0: Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family. Your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you, and it is Tuesday, the 16th of March, and we are at least as I record this, we're almost done with the first day of the legal negotiation window, aka the legal, legal tampering period before the start of free agency. So by the time you hear this podcast, um, it'll be Tuesday and, uh, we'll see what Tuesday brings, but basically want to bring you up to speed on what went down Monday and, um, just s- some, some various thoughts about, you know, the start of free agency, um, uh, which officially starts on Wednesday at four or one PM Eastern time, but, you know, a lot going on right now, uh in terms of, you know, movement around the league and not so much for the Giants. I mean, the Giants, quite frankly, uh I think we can summarize their opening day of uh, free agency within the legal uh, negotiating window as follows. Yes, folks, that's correct. The only move that the Giants made on Monday, at least the only move that we know that they made, uh, this is coming from an ESPN report is that the Giants re-signed defensive tackle Austin Johnson to a new deal. Now, um, Austin Johnson. I'll talk about him in, in just a little bit, but first, I want to talk about why I think the Giants were so quiet in the uh, on the first day of free agency, the the legal negotiation period, and it all boils down to two words, folks: Leonard Williams. All right, the Giants and you know, I I've been checking all day um both with my sources and both by looking up the information online. The Giants are unable to really get anything done until they get Leonard Williams done. It's really that simple. You know, and and besides Leonard Williams, they also need to Finalize what they're doing with Nate Solder. They take care of those two moves and suddenly you're going to see the Giants with a ton of cap space in order for them to go and and do some of what they need to do. Now, let me talk just a little bit about the Nate Solder transaction. As I understand it, that deal is almost done. There's still some, you know, little things that they have to work out as far as details. And from what I understand, those details – tie into things like play time and, and, you know, incentives and stuff like that. So that deal presumably should be done. If it's not done by the time you hear this podcast, my, my understanding is it should be done not too long thereafter. But let's talk about the Leonard Williams deal. Now, what is the holdup there? You know, Leonard Williams has said he's. it's not about the money for him that he wants to come back. The Giants have said they want him back, so why is this not getting done? And it's very simple. I believe that it's not getting done as quickly as they'd like because of the unsolved grievances that Leonard Williams has with both the Giants and the Jets. And here's the thing, all right? So if you're Leonard Williams, and I'm talking about his agents now, If you're his agents, you want to get him the most money possible. And the way he's going to get the big money is if he is classified as a defensive end, because defensive ends are going to make a lot more money than defensive tackles, unless your name is Aaron Donald. So I suspect that the holdup or one of the holdups in this whole deal with Leonard Williams is that, you know, the Giants view him as a defensive tackle, and his representation views him as defensive end. Now, from a tag perspective, it's only a couple million dollars. We're not talking a lot of money here, but um, in terms of the contract, it could represent anywhere from three to five million difference per A P Y, average per year. So that's what I think is holding up the the you know the deal getting done. I think if the Giants and Leonard Williams's agents can meet somewhere in the middle. And split the difference that they can finally get this deal done, free up, the, you know, get rid of that, um, that franchise tag that's on Leonard Williams that's eating up a ton of space and get the, gi- allow the Giants to go forward with what they need to do in free agency. And, you know, that, that's going to be huge, folks, because absent that, the Giants are just, you know, they're going to be spinning their wheels. I don't think they're going to be able to do much in terms of, you know, big deals. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate because they need that money. You know, we, uh, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. The Giants can only do so much. You know, they could probably look to, uh, you know, extend Blake Martinez and James Bradbury, two guys who, you know, if you need to tack on an extra year or so, it shouldn't really break your back. But, um that's where the Giants stand, and that's what I think the holdup is. So we'll see if they get any closer. They weren't as of Monday when I recorded this, but, you know, things happen fast in the contract, so we'll see where they're at. All right, folks, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia And Stay with us. We'll be back with more after this. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your sportsbook expert. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Traina, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350 plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you. And betting on the NFL or any sport doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong teams favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Giant fans, just while we were in commercial, um I actually have uh, some update, some updated information for you regarding uh Austin Johnson who I mentioned signed a a contract with the Giants. He's coming back. Johnson's contract, the terms are 1 year, 3 million fully guaranteed. Um, That includes a 1.5 base salary, which is fully guaranteed, a 1.5 roster bonus that is uh, due on the third day of the 2021 league year, which would be March 20th, I believe. And um, he also gets $500,000 in playtime incentives. So he can get up to $3.5 million in uh, money on this contract. If he hits all his incentives. Now, by comparison, last year Johnson got a one year one point five million dollar deal with nine hundred thousand guaranteed. So just spitballing here, but it sounds to me that because the Giants doubled his guaranteed money, gave him a little bit more money than last year. Gut feeling, folks, Dalvin Tomlinson is gone. Although Quite honestly, as I record this, I haven't heard any whispers of Tomlinson with any teams, you know, having expressed interest in him. That doesn't mean that there's not something going on behind the scenes. It just means that nothing has made it out to the media uh, in terms of where Tomlinson might be looking to go. I know the Giants did want to get him back. But they were also realistic. They knew that if they, you know, if, if he got out into the free agent market, chances are they wouldn't be able to get him back, which is why it was so imperative for the Giants to get Leonard Williams done before this whole process got started. But no use crying over spilt milk. We'll see. I mean, you never know. Maybe maybe something happens and Dalvin Tomlinson comes back. But certainly the extra money that the Giants dished out to Austin Johnson would certainly indicate that they're not feeling pretty good about that, you know, about Tomlinson coming back. And uh, quite honestly, I'm not either. But like I said, you never know. It's not official until the the name is on the contract. So we shall see with regards to that. All right. um, Let's talk about some of the other moves that were made uh, around the NFL. And these are all players who were, at one point, linked to the Giants, and let's just get you caught up on that. Um, Corey Davis, Titans wide receiver, signed with the Jets or reached an agreement, I should say, with the Jets. Um, it's three years, thirty-seven point five million, with twenty-seven million guaranteed. So Davis, who a lot of people thought was going to, you know, maybe be in the Giants' crosshairs, uh, going to the Jets. The update on Kenny Galladay. Apparently, Kenny Galladay, um, from what has been reported, his agent had conversations with Giants, uh, with the Giants, and uh, no deal yet, if that's indeed the case. Um, According to Josina Anderson, formerly of ESPN, Kenny Galladay is kind of taking his time, um, quote unquote, enjoying the process of being in free agency for the first time translation folks he hasn't found an offer that he really likes so you know if there's offers out there he just hasn't found one regarding uh what he likes and you know look with with Corey Davis signing uh, a couple of other guys signed Nelson Algalor signed Um, a few other people signed contracts from the receiver group Dave uh Galladay's in a position to kind of wait it out a little bit. There's no rush. He knows he's going to be in demand, and it's not like teams are going to pull away offers from him. But I don't know if um, they are going to be able to sign him. Um, you know, it depends, again, on this. I, I hate to keep beating a, a horse, a dead horse here, but it really depends on um, whether or not they can get, get – uh, You know, uh, Williams and and Solder finalized so that they have money. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Another uh, contract that I want to talk about real quick, Kevin Zeitler, um, who the Giants released last week, landed on his feet and good for him. You know, I was really hoping he would find something and not be out of work uh, for too long. And he did. Um, He is now with the Baltimore Ravens. So Zeitler's contract is a three-year deal worth $22.5 million with $16 million guaranteed. Um, not bad. Not bad for the guy. So really happy to see that he landed on his feet. Guy still has some football left. And I think if the uh, salary cap hadn't fallen the way it did this year, that he would have been still with the Giants, but unfortunately, you know, the Giants had to make a, a, a sacrifice and he was it. So onward and upward, as they say. All right, folks, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trader. We're going to take a final break. And then, uh, when we come back, I have expectations for free agency and the New York Giants. So stay with us. With the ever increasing number of auto makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait for the counterperson to order the parts on a computer, usually choosing the brands that the store happens to prefer? Instead, take your search for your auto parts to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for all your auto parts and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpeting. Whether it's for your classic or daily drive, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need that's rockauto.com hey giant fans if you haven't tried the all-new built bar you're really missing out. They offer an amazing assortment of flavors, both of the nut and nut-free varieties, which is sure to appease any taste. And can I take a moment to tell you about their new Coconut Brownie Chunk Bar? Folks, this is by far my favorite of Bilt Bar selection and a perfect way for me to swap out a meal or if my day is particularly busy and I need a quick bite, tide me over until my next meal. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they really taste like you're eating a candy bar, except you're not. You're indulging in a low calorie, low sugar, high protein and high fiber treat that's great for the keto diet or any diet plan you happen to be on. So head on over to BuiltBar.com today and use the special promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your next order. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Traynor here with you. Happy to have you on the program. And we are doing a recap of free agency. Um, Really, free agency hasn't started. It won't start until Wednesday, but there was some, the legal tampering period began. So there was quite a bit that went down. Um, with guys coming to terms with on new deals, they can't officially sign those contracts until free agency starts at 401 PM on Wednesday. But just some thoughts about various things that have gone on around the league is the topic of today's show. And I want to end this, sh- the uh, show today with my expectations. Of what I think the Giants are going to do now. I've spoken um, earlier on the program how I believe the Giants are going to really cut loose to the extent that they can once they get Leonard Williams and Nate Solder done. But I'm not expecting the Giants to really dive into the deep end of the free agency pool. You know, I know there's still hope that Kenny Galladay will, will be one of the guys that they sign. I I just don't know, folks. Right now, I think, you know, and this could change, obviously, but I don't have a good feeling about that happening. I I can't explain why, but um, I I just don't think that the Giants, you know, look, I get it. They need a number one receiver. But the thing that bothers me about Galladay is that he's coming off of an injury and he doesn't quite fit the pattern that the Giants have have turned to of late. You know, a, a young guy who's relatively, you know, has a relatively clean injury history, who's been productive in his career. You know, Galladay checks off most of those boxes, but the injury issue is not one that he checks off. So, I, I don't know. I mean... Would I like to see them sign him? I guess I would, but I, I can't help but think that it doesn't make sense. And I say that because there are so many receivers in the draft. for at least that's what you know I'm seeing. That's what I'm hearing. That you would think at some point they would be able to get get one of those receivers and maybe you know get them on a rookie contract as opposed to spending upwards of seventeen or eighteen million dollars per year on on a veteran, but. Look, I, I also understand the, the benefits of a veteran receiver. You know, you think back to when Eli Manning was here and they signed Plaxico Burris to the team. And what a difference Plaxico made until, you know, the unfortunate accident that basically ended his Giants career. But um, I, it was just, it was so different then. And I have to say, I'm really torn about whether or not the Giants, you know, should make that move. I think they will. I just want to make that clear, but me personally, I I, I don't know. I just, that move makes me concerned. Let's put it to you that way. I I, I just don't know that I would spend big bucks on on a receiver. And I say that knowing that Daniel Jones needs all the help he can get for the Giants to really know what they have with him. I just feel like, you know, there's got to be another way. What that way is, I don't know. But anyway... Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, every off season is pretty obvious. The Giants, they go in with a list of needs and they're not going to be able to cover all the needs. It just doesn't happen, unfortunately. So I was doing an exercise earlier today while I was waiting for some kind of news to come out about Giants and free agency. And I said, okay, which position, if the Giants had to sacrifice a position, that they couldn't fill in, in free agency. Which would it be? And believe it or not, I came up with Edge Rusher. Now, what's interesting is the Giants reportedly had interest in Leonard Floyd, who had been a free agent uh, with the Rams, but Leonard Floyd resigned with the Rams. So he is now off the market again and the giants miss out on him yet a second time you know you'll remember i think it was back in the 2016 draft the giants wanted him and um they were jumped for uh you know at the time the bears jumped over them for for leonard floyd and you know unfortunately they didn't get him and they didn't get him this time but the reason why i say i think the giants can afford to skip on a pass rusher If one cannot be found, you look at last year and how Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, generated a pass rush with his scheme. And you say to yourself, gee, if he could get them in the, um, you know, the the top half of the league in sacks, then why, you know, maybe you can get by another year until you find the right guy, the right seed, if you will, to plant a a whole new row of homegrown pass rushers and I, I just think that you know you you go back and you look at when Jason Pierre Paul was traded and that he was really the last of the homegrown pass rushers since then you know the Giants have gotten you know they've drafted guys currently they have Lorenzo Carter Shane Simonez those guys are still kind of stunted in their development, you know, due to injuries mostly. But uh, the Giants don't have that pipeline anymore. They've been trying to reestablish it. And, you know, you're just going to have to – sometimes you have to wait until you find that, that true Blue Goose pass rusher that can be, you know, the start of something special. And that's what I su- suspect is going to be the case here. So um, just, you know – I hope they can find a pass rusher. I hope they can fill all their needs, but if they have to sacrifice one, that would be the one I would think they would sacrifice. One last thought um, on the salary cap space. You know, I've been talking about, you know, getting Leonard Williams signed to his long-term deal, finalizing Nate Solder. There are a couple of other things for uh, the Giants that they could do to free up some cap space that I think they're going to do. They are going to. Uh, my guess this is they're going to maybe look to extend and restructure James Bradbury and Blake Martinez. Now these are two guys who are still playing pretty good ball, who you could probably say are going to be in the the team's future beyond this year. You know, I think each guy signed to was signed to a three year contract. So why wouldn't you at this point look to extend? and restructure some money to free things up by going to those two guys. I think that makes the most sense, Um, you know, if, if you're the Giants. Because, you know, remember, Dave Gettleman says ideally you want to keep contracts flat. Well, yeah, if you're going to get rid of the guy in a year or two, you want to keep the contracts flat. But if the guy is going to be part of what you're doing for the next, you know, two, three, four years, then why not restructure as long as you – You don't go crazy and, you know, you set it up so that it's possible for the guy to be, you know, to finish out the contract. It makes sense. And that's what I think the the Giants are going to do. So we'll see. There's so much more. So much more coming up with free agency. We're just getting started, and I'm sure after I stop recording this podcast, there'll be more stuff that pops up. But I'll do my best to bring it all to you in in the coming shows, and while also mixing in some of the regular programming that we've been enjoying throughout the uh, the off season. So, on that note, Giant Fans, I'm going to call it a show. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening.